episode one. Parts Golf Go. Masters Week. Um, a lot of stuff to cover today. Um, a lot of things on the plate. Um, big news. Um, Bryson had a 400-yard drive. And he's going to swing a 48-inch driver, which is... Did you hear what Phil said about that? What about... He was talking... He said he thinks within five to ten years that 48 is going to be the standard length of drivers. I mean, even Tiger was commenting on how um, he likes what he's doing and what he's done to his body. Um, I heard uh, this Tiger story. It was a great little Tiger take on uh, JT. JT asked him on a flight uh, what his workout routine was, and he said he was getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning, and he was running four miles, and then he'd go play, and then he'd hit balls for two to three hours and work on a short game, and then it was straight to the basketball or tennis. Yeah, I mean, I've, and I've, I told you, I've, I've had a handful of days like that, and it's a lot, and um, I, I kind of suck at golf. <laughs> those, <laughs> those days of hitting balls for four to five hours, and never being able to figure anything out. You know, those are long days ahead. Well, I, I remember when Rory was, like, first first had signed with, like, Nike. Um, mm-hmm. He was talking about how he, he was hanging out with Tiger a little bit, and he was, like, following him around for the day. And um, they would go play nine holes in, like, 45 minutes to an hour. And that he was, like, barely keeping up with Tiger, like, pace-wise. Yeah, I mean, he just leaves, leaves the stick in, just hit it, go, just get some touches out there. I mean, I'll tell you what, that guy changed golf forever. He's the greatest golfer ever. But, uh, I mean, he changed the game forever. He turned it into being an athlete. I mean, there's no such thing in golf now as a non-athletic guy. I mean, you look at guys like Brooks and DJ who have changed the game so much. I mean, they bench press like 250 pounds as golfers. I mean, they're squatting three days a week. I mean, JT's in the gym. I see his whoop band all the time. I mean, JT's in the gym every day. I mean... Those guys are always working out, and it's, it's become what golf is today because now guys are hitting the ball 350 yards, 330 yards. I mean, that's the norm. I mean, there's nothing. And then you also got the Harry Higgins of the, of the golf world and the happy barn rats. You're shooting, you know, 62. Did, did he shoot 59? Like no, a, like it, a it was like 60. Was it, was it 60 or 62 or something? Yeah. Something ridiculous like that for a guy who's – I mean, that I mean, that just tells you how – how good they are, though. I mean, there's a we're we're both pretty low single digit handicaps, and those guys just destroy us. That's a whole another level. The biggest gap between a one and a of the whole handicap spectrum from twenty to ten and ten to one is a big old gap from one to plus. No, I mean if you're you go if you're rolling in it when. When we, when we played Chris Baker, he played us at a plus six. He PJ Tour rookie. Shout uh, out to C. Bates. Yeah, shout out to Chris Baker. Uh, he, he plays a plus six, and I mean, we were barely keeping up with him, and I mean, he's playing plus six. So being a, being a scratch golfer compared to these guys on TV, man, I mean, it's, it's nothing. I mean, what they're doing and the level they're doing it at is incredible. We did manage to take 20 bucks from them, though. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Might have to frame that $20, <laughs> that little sand save on 18 I made. So uh, talk about uh, equipment at the Masters. Um, Brooks has obviously been known to where, play non- Where has he been? 
Uh, well, I don't know if you saw. I feel like he hasn't played. He hasn't. He he got hurt. He had, he's been in rehab, and then he did the Q and A with Jenna on Instagram Live oh, yeah, yeah. that went crazy, and I thought it was really funny because he played seven holes or something, and he was six under through seven, <laughs> just casually playing, answering questions, playing the villain card like he always does, which was great. Um, but he switched drivers last week at Houston, and he switched it after one day because he could not find a fairway. But the thing that really gets me is he was talking about how Dustin always changes equipment. So that brings me to those two guys. Um, like those two guys being so similar in how they are and everything that they can do on a golf course. But they are such equipment guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, Tiger and, and switched his putter for the first time ever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an equipment guy, but... I mean, everybody's kind of different. and You got guys like Tiger who will change their wedges once, maybe twice a year to some of the other guys that change them every week. Yeah, I mean, there's no there, – and there's no good or bad way to do it. That's just how some guys yeah. are. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with switching putters. DJ goes from the truss to the Scotty to the spider, back to the flow next straight – Spider. It's whatever works. And whatever he grabs out of his garage, because I'm sure that that his club collection is unmatched. I mean, I've seen the Rory Club collection on the wall of all the old Nike and all like his putters. I mean, it's incredible what those guys have. I mean, Tiger's got a whole lab pretty much just yeah. for clubs. I mean, which is that's, incredible. Yeah, that's a, quite the in-home facility that he's got right there. Yeah, that's a. Full on club work station. There's nothing about. It. There's nothing short of pure technology there. Uh, another thing, John Rom with the greatest shot on a Monday or Tuesday. I'm sorry, at a Masters. I mean, talk about blowing your week maybe already. I mean, don't test your luck at Augusta now. But I mean, I am not. He had, he had excited. Two, he had two that day. You know that, right? Yeah, I mean, if he had, that was he had two two hole in ones and one day and one of them he was just digging around and skipped one over the water. Yeah, I mean that's that's incredible to me. I mean, I kind of hope I wouldn't wear my luck out. I would be scared to play a practice round on Wednesday. Well, I mean, in the 16th green at Augusta, I mean, it seems like those guys just love holing out there. I mean, it's got that big swooping back to it, and you can either throw something in there, spin it back off the hill, or you can when you're you know playing that skipping shot up the right side and let it swing to the back but I've seen I don't think I've seen any closer hold or more hold shots than 16. Oh I mean every time you see a Masters video it's like hole in one on number 16 at the par three it's incredible I mean there's no and there's nothing that stops those guys from just throwing one in that hill and I mean letting it come on down I mean you saw what John Rahm did I mean there's really nothing nothing that he can't do guys are really good um, so another thing with the, with the Masters being in November, obviously all the talks, I hear JT and all these reporters asking all these questions, you know, how's the course playing? How's the course playing? Well, I don't know. I think it's playing the same. I mean, yeah, it's, they're all talking about how it's going to play that's, longer. That's it's what, obviously going to be wetter. That's what DJ said. He said, I mean, everybody's been asking me that, and it just it's about the same as it normally is in April. Yeah, and the, so I mean, the, the amount of control, I don't, I don't know – different another golf course that has as much control over their conditions as Augusta with the sub air systems and and everything that their maintenance crew does yeah I mean it's incredible what those guys do shout out to the maintenance crew Tiger was Tiger was saying you know it it doesn't really matter 
what's going on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or what it looks like, because they'll they'll put it exact, they'll set it up exactly how they want it starting Thursday. Oh yeah, I mean those guys have those greens rolling when they want them. I, mean, I heard Jordan talking about in four, 2014 and 2016 was the only time he'd seen Brown on the greens ever at Augusta. Mm-hmm. And, and he said that, that's them on purpose. That's preparing for all that moisture. I mean, they're, they're preparing for rain so that those greens are firm on the first two days. But as soon as Thursday morning rolls around, those things are running at an 11 to a 13. I mean, they're, they're cruising down there. I mean, you're not stopping a putt mm-hmm. from above the hole. You're just not. Not happening there, and there's just nothing to that. And then I saw JT was talking about you know a lot of guys are going to play more probably bumping runs because everything at Augusta usually in April is fluffed up, so all that grass is real dry and it's real right. bouncy. So balls are kind of sitting up around fringes. And he was talking about how you know a lot of balls are going to be sitting down, not not as sitting up because of the wet conditions the grass coming through so the rye grass is kind of holding against it so when they overseeded you know that's what that's what it always comes down to you know we struggle with that in the Carolinas but I mean they're doing the same thing it's still in the southeast so they're preparing for that cold weather that's coming here in the next few weeks so I mean it's going to be interesting around the greens and the way some of those guys play you know the the tiger shot may not happen this year we may have a guy throwing a, you know a stock pitching wedge into the grain and letting it come down I mean that may be a popular play yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, especially if we've got, you know, is it a tropical storm or a hurricane that's about to roll through? I think it's a tropical storm, but I don't believe it's a hurricane. Yeah, well, we're about to get a lot of rain, and so I'm, I'm curious how it's, how it's really going to end up playing tomorrow. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see how these guys, I mean, how they take the November conditions. And, it's, and I heard the guys talking about no, no ropes, so Bubba had always – he said he gets to play it a couple of weeks before everybody gets yeah, there on that, Sunday. That was, that was something I was thinking about too, of, of how how weird it is, how not weird, but how different it must look out there without not necessarily just the ropes, but without the people. Oh, I mean, the, and, it, they said the holes are completely shaped. I mean, the holes are shaped completely different. Yeah, I mean, and, not and that's that's what, like I've, all the places that I've played. I've played plenty of different places, but. Um, the most memorable one was definitely the ocean course. Uh, being at the 2012 PGA, um, that was mm-hmm. the first time I went out to the ocean course and saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up playing it, I think, two years later. And then I played it twice this year and a couple years ago. But I, it still is just is amazing to me of watching it both on TV with the fans, the grandstands. Um, remember him watching Rory uh, just blow away the rest of the field, especially in those conditions. Jesus. Oh, so windy there. Shout out to our guy Robbie, our caddy. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it. it's a great course. You know, it's a phenomenal course. Wind blows. But, um, yeah, I mean, there, it, it's major championship golf. You know, you can't, you can't really beat it. I mean, better – the faster the greens are, the more diabolical they become. I mean, the better it is for, you know, us as fans. You know, the game's growing immensely. And, you know, Masters Week is a big week for not only golf but, you know, the sports world. And, I mean, honestly, one of the things I'm most excited about Saturday is that we get game day. I mean, how about that? I mean, how about a November Masters followed by a football by the greatest show on Saturday morning on the par three course at Augusta National. I mean, to me, there's not a better sight in the world than Masters Week and College Game Day in one, and I'm so excited. I am gonna be tuned in at 9 a.m., ready to go, 
for college game day to hear Kirk Herbstreit talk at Augusta National. I'm so excited. There's probably nothing better in the world than bringing those caliber of sports together. I mean, everybody loves college football, and then you mix the greatest week in golf around. I mean, you're telling me that's a that's a match made in heaven right there for me. Um, I mean, you can't really draw it up better than November. Um, talk about just the course, uh, the course. How I, I believe everything's going to play out from the from the rain and stuff. Everybody's. I've I've heard some guys talking about how the rain's going to affect and how you know it could rain every day there. I'm really hoping our guy Tiger holds up. I mean, I think it kind of goes with all tournaments to say, like, well, really anybody can win this week. But, I mean, you throw in all of the factors at play here of moving the Masters to November, no fans, COVID precautions, et cetera. And th- this has to be by far the most in anybody's hands tournament there ever was. Oh, I mean, it's out there for somebody to take it. On top I mean, of how many good – freaking players there are now. Oh, the field's the tremendous field this year. I mean, you got guys coming in who never played the Masters. Max Homa's never played the Masters. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he'll, be, he'll be a guy who, you know, well, he like, gets hot. A guy, and, guy like Bryson who has gone through a lot of changes and implemented those changes really well this year. Um, his, only, his best finish was when he was an amateur in 16. Yeah. I mean, he, guy's an amateur. Three times. Now he's a U.S. Times. Open fan. Yeah. Now he's a U.S. Open champ. <laughs> You know, can't make that up. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm really excited to watch Jordan Speed. You know, as much to say as everybody's going to, you know, be what's wrong with Jordan, I'm excited, man. I mean, the guy loves Augusta. Yeah. Whether, whether any time he's playing good golf, he's shooting 74 and, and in the, tournament rounds or the, 73. The pressure's never been less on. No, I mean, he's a guy... Nobody's like, oh, is Jordan going to do this this year? No. He thrives at it. He thrives at Augusta. The guy blew a lead there, but I talk about a guy who plays really, really well at Augusta. Not a bomber of the golf ball, but he controls the ball very well. He hits fairways. And the dude used to be the best iron player in the world. Now his boy JT is. But, I mean... You can't. I mean, it's in there somewhere. You know, it's bottled up in the bottom of it of that of that loin of his. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's just got to let it go. I mean, well, especially that not really needing quite as much length out there. I mean, they've made a couple of changes over the years, but add a little bit of length here and there. But I mean, if you could play that course, you don't need all that length. No, their length doesn't. Length but doesn't. When you're somebody like Bryson and you got that in your arsenal. I mean, he was talking about was he's playing into 14 fairway. Yeah, in 13, he's playing straight into the 14 yeah. fairway, so he's just not even worried about the patrons. I mean, yeah, it's fantastic. Just bombs away. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing better to, than to see a guy, if we take a baseball reference, a money ball guy. So everybody else has been playing money ball. Now Bryson is realizing that in golf, if you hit it further and you're closer to the hole, the percentage of you succeeding goes up because you're automatically closer to the hole. Yeah. Whether you're in the rough or you're, whether you're in a bunker or you're in the short stuff, you're always closer to the hole and you're always yeah. going to have better odds. You don't go to Augusta to lay up? No, I mean, you don't, you don't come there to lay up. I mean, you're not winning a green jacket laying up. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not. It's just not how that goes. And I'll tell you one thing. I really think his key is if he can make putts on the green at Augusta. And if he can use his length to his advantage by getting up and down, he's in. 
he, he's going he's gonna to run away with the jacket because nobody can hit the ball like him. So if he consistently has his driver working and he's got the chipper and the putter rolling with him, I mean, who's to stop him? I mean, nope. Yeah, you, you saw all those yardages that he had in. I mean, yeah, he's hitting eight iron. Eight the iron most he hit in yardage. was six iron. I, I saw his interview. Only iron as high as six iron. Yeah. A professional golfer hitting a six iron and under in any green on a golf course, that is doing whatever you want to a golf course. I mean, that's like, go, that's like me going to a muni and seeing a 349-yard downhill par five. And I'm just like, I mean, this is a dead red eagle. I mean, I'm here for this, yeah. you know. So Phil, I mean, Phil thinks that they're going to be going to that 48-inch standard length driver. I think even if that does or doesn't happen, they're most likely going to start rolling the ball back. Oh, they'll have That's to. They'll have to put a tournament ball in play. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get so there. Here, but Here's the tournament ball. We're all playing it. Yeah, there'll be a tournament ball. I mean, we can't – we aren't going to have – we aren't going to get altered. Um, amateurs aren't golf's golf's hard, um, but those guys are. I mean, they're not gonna. They can't continually hit balls 400 yards and have old places like wing foot. Not everybody can do what Pinehurst did and blow the back out of your golf course and right, you can't, make you, it. Can't keep buying up the land. No, you. 200 yards longer. I mean, you just can't. I mean, it's just not gonna happen everywhere. And I mean, with some of these older courses and you're not gonna gain length unless you do something with equipment. And honestly, I don't really love the fact that we're going to alter with equipment, but I will say technology is getting so good, and we're so advanced in golf. Well, one, of the, one of the other things Phil was talking about was how, how much the golf swing has changed. And what I was thinking about was you know, how, how different would it be for Phil if he had started his career 10 years later, for Tiger if he had started 10 years earlier, and where they would be at because of how many changes and They've had, they've had to make in their swing to adapt to the, the equipment and the clubs because before, I mean, there was just so much lag that they were trying to fight off all these snap hooks and to the point where now we've got all kinds of technology and, and stuff that can, that can really help that out. But. And there's nothing better than, you know, seeing old school Tiger uh, roping hooks, you know, at Augusta in 13 with that Cobra 3 wood, the extra stiff. You know, that titanium head, that thing launched balls credit, you know. Cobra was his, you know, original driver, and, you know, he played Mizuno irons, everybody. You know, some people may not know that, but he was just getting them painted with Nike. I mean, that's just how it goes. I it, mean, was, it was the same thing with, um, with, his, with his ball. He was, he's been using Bridgestone since, for, I don't know how long, but he said over 20 years he just extended his contract again. And... I mean, they just did the same thing. Just put the Nike stamp on it. I like how they also acted like like everybody also just knew that too. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of they kind of downplayed that. I kind of saw his Instagram post, and I was like, like, "Yeah, I've been with Bridgestone for I've 20 been years, with Bridgestone for twenty years." And I was like, "Wait," I was like, kind of confused because I was like, "Wait, he's win with Nike, but he's all playing the, Bridgestone all those BXS." Nike, yeah, all those and, Nike balls, the resin, and oh, I mean, the one the one resin. I mean, those yeah. things were legit. I mean. Sean plays a lot of those BXSs, and I mean, I'll tell you what—they're good balls. They spin a ton, but I mean, so, guess what? If they work yeah. for Tiger, they work for you know the best yeah. player ever. And so I was playing down at Seabrook last weekend and using that Tiger ball, the BXS, and Jason told us like when that when that wind picks up, it just spins like hell. Oh man! And I hit the most square-on wedge I've hit in like months, ninety yards. 
and that thing just sailed at least 20 yards over to the right. It was pin high, so I didn't really lose much distance, but that was insane how much it just took off like that with a, from a wedge, spinning like that. So oh, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of done with that ball. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably end up using the BX, but that BXS is that's some next level shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not a big fan of a spinning ball. Uh, I compress the golf ball a lot, so I try. I, you know, I tend to smash the ball, so I prefer a harder ball. Much I'm a big Pro V guy, so I prefer those. Um, shout out to my guy JT. He's not, you know that's that's the reason I'm team Titleist all the way. Um, but you know, back to back to just the overall. What do we got on the picks here? I'm thinking my guy to win it this week. I know I got five guys in mind that I really believe could really win this thing. Uh, I got I'm, I'm gonna go first guy to throw out. I'm gonna go Patrick Reed. I love Patrick Reed at Augusta. Uh, I think Patrick Reed is hands down one of the grittiest dudes on the PGA Tour, and I love him for one reason: the guy goes out there and plays golf with zero fear and plays like he is going to win every day whether any day it's friday saturday sunday he's playing on thursday afternoon to win the golf tournament and i think the reason he played so well at wingfoot is because of how mentally tough he is that guy goes out there at wingfoot and has two great days and then doesn't put it together on sunday but does not miss greens and gets up and down when he does i mean that guy to me is a perfect augusta guy I mean, Augusta yeah, I mean, guy to the bone. I'm, I'm pretty neutral when it comes to Patrick Reed. I mean, there's always the big haters and whatnot when it's surrounded him. I mean, he's done some things, but, like, who, who hasn't, you know? I love Patrick Reed, and I, I, I know he's a cheater, and, you know, he, he rolls balls in the trap, you know. But I'll tell you one thing, man. The guy's a competitor. That match against Rory is something I'll never forget my whole life. And let's, let's not act like... There aren't other tour players who have done yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, Phil's come out in a couple Golf Digest articles I've seen, and he's literally said that guys openly mark their balls two to three inches above their mark. And, I mean, I had, I heard the rumor that it was Adam Scott. He said long putter, baggy shirt, and that's, you know, I that mean, brings one guy to, in mind, too. That's Adam Scott. I mean, you're I mean, not. To, to me, like, like yeah, they, at least it's not like – the whole thing is, like, if it's getting closer to the hole – I don't see that as it really even helping you. If you're moving a little bit left and right, just because of whatever is kind of in your line in front of you, that's I feel like a little different there. Agreed. I think also it's another good. guy okay. that we need to really pay attention to is Tony Finau. I really think we need to watch out for Tony Finau because I think he's T five last year. This year. Yeah, but he got COVID, so he had COVID two weeks ago. Three so, weeks ago. So did DJ. But I mean, he's he's playing. I watched uh, Adventures in Golf. Shout out to Eric Lang. Uh, I watched his video um, with him and Tony in Utah, and Tony's playing some great golf, man. I mean, the guy is one of my favorite golfers, an absolute bomber of the golf ball. Um, talk about a guy you can just flat out get after it with Bryson. I mean, he's launching balls like, I mean, he's literally the longest, straightest driver of a golf ball on tour at Jack's tournament. When they put a rope down the middle of the fairway, I'll never forget this. They put a rope 335 yards straight down the fairway at a charity event, and he hit it three yards from the rope. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, yards at 330 yards. That is legitimately incredible. I mean, to be able to hit a golf ball 330 yards, incredible. 
But the fact that you hit it on a three-foot line away from the rope in the middle of there, that to me is why Tony Finau is going to be successful at Augusta because he can hit those tight tee shots down 12, down 18. He can do all that. And I think he's a guy that is searching for a major championship, and I think he has been in the mix. And I think if he gets hot early, early in the week, I think we should look for him on Sunday afternoon. I think we should. Yeah. What did you see this? What's this sponsor that we got? Um, the XXIO. I forget how you pronounce it. They said it yesterday. His sponsor, Tony's. No, no, no. For like the Masters. This oh, year. I'm not sure. It's um here. Google it real quick. Kevin XXIO. I forget how they how they pronounced it. Oh, it's the Ernie Els thing. It's Ernie Els's clubs. But yeah, like what the like where the hell did that come from? I don't know. It seems like uh one of those like I've seen standalone it, I've putter seen it here, clubs here and there, but to be the sponsor of the Masters. Yeah, it seems like they just wanted to make money a little bit, and I mean the clubs look all right. I mean, not anything I'm buying. Um, but I mean, they look nice. No, it's like a, it's it's along the lines of a PXG type brand. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not I mean, a fan. Six, what is it like six, seven hundred dollars for a driver? Yeah, I mean, there's two, three hundred dollar hybrids, seven hundred dollar drivers, six hundred fifty dollars. I mean, let's be honest here. We all don't need six hundred fifty dollar drivers, nor do we want to buy six hundred fifty dollar drivers. That just won't happen for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's 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 what we're at in the Masters, obviously. But um, looking at Brooks, I think Brooks is a guy we need to watch out for. Um, What's like his best finish? He got top five last week at Houston. He was top five. No, uh, at the Masters. Oh, yeah. He, he, or he was right behind Tiger. Though. Yeah, he was two. He was runner-up last year. He was, he was, yeah, was runner-up. Group in front. Yeah, actually. I mean, runner-up. That, that was the best. The, the video of Tiger throwing that dart in the 16, and then it shows Brooks looking back at it. He like, goes, oh, so shit. I heard Brooks saying, I heard Brooks said, uh, Brooks said that Tiger told him, they don't exchange words. So some reporter asked, Brooks, great question, by the way, um, if you had heard from Tiger after losing the Masters. And he yeah. said, no, nah, no, nah, we didn't really talk. And he said, all he told me walking off the green, and I don't know what event it was, but he said, all I remember is Tiger said, I'm, we're one and one. And so he's like, yeah, and to me, that shows me, yeah, PGA, and that shows me that like, he's there. Brooks Kepka is yeah. the closest thing Tiger Woods has felt since himself. And I really do believe it for one reason. The mentality he has on a golf course is legitimately sh- cut from a athlete. Not not a not we not specific well, sports. That's, that's a, he's he's a lot like you in that in that baseball aspect of he's just a gamer. Yeah, he flat out is a gamer. I mean, the reason he's good is because when the moment gets big, he doesn't he doesn't settle down. I mean, he's he's rising that occasion. That's why, like me being a baseball player my whole life, it's just been that's how it goes. Like if you're on deck and you're up to hit, I mean, you're hitting. No matter what. And what that guy does is when it's his time to go and he's there on Sunday afternoon, he's going to be there all day. He's not going to waver. You may have him on a couple shots, but he's going to be there all day long. I mean, he's going to be in the fairway. He's going to be throwing shots at pins. And if he's not three-putting or Brandel Shamley made a great point, he does have that occasional left miss. But if he's not double bogey and three-putting, Words from Brandel Shamley. I can't say it any better than that. If he's not double bogeying and three putting, he is gonna be in the top five of the Masters this year. Yeah, I mean, you're saying that uh, you said great question from a reporter talking about Brooks. 
I was watching DJ's interview yesterday, and we, I mean, we all kind of know how DJ is, pretty, pretty stoic and, and straight-laced and not given a whole lot, but then uh, during that interview, I mean, they were, they were just feeding him the most garbage questions I've ever heard. I hate that. Where they're like, so, um, you know, you're, you're here at Augusta, COVID's going on, um, talk about that. What? What does that like even ask, mean? Like, ask the guy a question, they're like, and then at the end of it all, they're like, they're, the reporters were like, they were like laughing and stuff, or like, you know, you, you ask him, even when you do or don't ask him a direct question, he, he doesn't give you a whole lot. It's like, because you're asking him like yes or no questions, you're, you're telling him how he feels, like, you did this, you did that, uh, how does this play in? I think that all, honestly, for me personally, I feel like that stems from them not getting anything from him. Right. And that stems from them trying to create him. Yeah, because then they went to Tiger, and they were talking to Tiger, and they were asking the most most amazing questions to Tiger. And it's like with Marshawn Lynch, where they're doing the same thing, the same way you're talking to DJ. We're like, how'd you feel about today's game? Good. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I mean, (laughs) honestly, I mean, that's why I think – we as the media of golf, yeah. I think we need to do a better job of, yes, allowing these guys to show themselves, but we need to, to not ridicule it's, what I they mean, do. I mean, that's more just... A, more of a, it needs to be phrased in a way that's more of an invitation to share yes. what they want because they will if it's, if it's presented in the right way. And, and, you know, it all goes back to a lot of those guys don't want to let their personal stuff out. And, you know, I mean... Right. And that's just how that that's, goes. Yeah, but that's what Tiger was talking about yesterday with, you know, the the Champions Dinner and some of that stuff with Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. How, you know, they, they came out with some of the stuff. Obviously, Tiger did his like golf pass deal and whatnot. But I mean, that's only the surface of what's going on. I mean, you can tell when that guy's talking, especially in those videos, uh, what he's trying to do here and there. That I mean, he's only giving you the surface of what's going on. Yeah. And Tiger's a lot of that's that's what's he's gonna take that with him to the grave. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that I, blame him. I mean, there's things that Tiger Woods knows that nobody else will know right. about the game of golf. I mean, he's the greatest to ever do it. I mean, just whether it becomes golf course design, putting techniques, yeah, I mean, the way he even, hits wedge shots. Even even Phil with his wedges in short game. Yeah, I mean, those guys are magical. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. You know, I mean, look at those guys in the way they in the way they are day in and day out. I mean. Phil is not – I'm not a huge Phil fan. You know, I love Phil. I love his fireside talks and stuff. His personality. But his personality is good. I'm a bigger fan of him off the course than I am. Like, yeah. I mean, all on the course, he's just a bomber at a golf ball now. I don't really care. Let him – hey, listen, I, I agree with him when he says he's just going to go play the senior tour because you know why? He should. He can boat race everybody his own age, and he really should do that. He should go to the Champions Tour, and they will have to move the tees back for him because he is booming balls out there. And, I mean, he's playing. The thing that a guy like Phil has over everybody is the guy takes great care of his body. But, two, he really, really understands his body. So he's not going to slow down very much at all, and if at all. So, I mean, there's what's, just nothing. What's, what's killing me about Phil is he, he's, he's doing the same thing with that driver. He's sticking the – like 47, 48 inch driver in his bag, and then he's got like basically a two wood instead of a three wood, and he he thinks that's going to be the new norm. And I mean, it's not like he's not hitting it long enough, but I mean, he's, Phil needs, he's just kind of all over the place. He's, Phil he's needs like, he's that like almost, dispersion to be cut he's, down. He's almost one of the bottom uh, at driving accuracy. 
I believe it. I mean, he goes up there and swings it. He's like 33% driving accuracy. I mean, he's just swinging it. I mean, there's nothing. There's no – he's letting that big dog eat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's he's not going to slow it down. I mean, that's that's just not – That's what I'm saying. That's just so hard to do with a a 48-inch driver. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, Brooks if said you, something if you about like a forty-six. Okay, now let her rip, and that miss isn't going to be nearly as, as far gone. Brooks was talking about you know how he went back to his old driver. I mean, as good as those guys are on TV and what we do, I'm not a club guy, but I do understand why these guys want to make these technological changes. I just think the game is not in the place where everybody's just going to go, oh, my God, new driver, further, boom, I'm going there. Because still, the game of golf, the best players I know have played against, play with currently, the thing that they do differently is within 50 yards. Within 100 yards is where what separates an 8 handicap and a 5 handicap. What separates a 5 to a 2 and a 2 to a plus 3. That's that flat out, you can drive for show, but you got to putt for dough, and that's all that matters. If you can get that putter hot, you can be stopped. I mean, on tour, if you have a hot putter, it doesn't matter if you're the worst ball striker on tour. If you have a good week with the putter, you can finish in the top 25. Yeah, strokes gained off the tee is usually not – the winner each week is usually not the first in strokes gained off the tee. It's it's all about fit that 100 yards in. But, I mean, that's what Ortiz did last week. The young guy from Mexico, he did. He put on a clinic mm-hmm. around the greens. He would miss a green. Everything. Next thing I know, I'd see him pop a ball right back up by the hole, knocking in for par. And that's all those guys are doing. I mean, he said in his interviews that I got to give my bet myself a best chance with the driver because he said that he needed the driver. I, I used to be at one point was so confident with my wedges, with, like depending on where the shot was, I would just bring one wedge with me. I wouldn't even bring my putter because I'm like, I know I'm going to hit it within three feet. Yeah, that's a good feeling. I mean. <laughs> It's a great feeling. It's a good place to be in life. Yeah, I wish I could get that back. Yeah, I mean, golf's <laughs> such a finicky game. Just when you have it figured out, it'll really show you what's up. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, it's a very humbling game, and I feel like that's why professional golf is one of the most interesting sports in the whole world. Because unlike football, basketball, baseball, you know, not minus baseball, football and basketball, being the best players like LeBron James and all these guys, they aren't always going to win in golf. You know, we got the LeBron James of golf. We got Tiger Woods. You know, we got the GOAT, you know, and we got guys that are, that are flat out shooters. We got, we got the JTs, the Steph Currys of the world, mm-hmm. you know, and we got, we have Udonis Haslam's of the world. And we got guys like that who DJ, you know, freakish of nature, just better than everybody in a lot of regards. So, I mean, golf is just one of those things. It doesn't matter what day it is, but if it's your day and your putter's hot and you're hitting the ball well, the PGA Tour Everybody there is there for a reason. And there's a reason it's so difficult now to get on a mini tour. Because I think, honestly, in my opinion, it's harder to get on a PGA tour than it is to get on an NFL roster. I mean, there's so much talent out there in the game of golf. I mean, the, uh, the underwhelming I don't, I don't know amount would, of people who are bad. I don't know which would be more difficult. I would say at least golf, you have so much more opportunity because of time and because it's like you're not thrashing your body the same way. But, yeah, I mean – it's still ridiculous. I mean, running through the mini tour circuit right now with all the talent out there between NCAA Division One golf, two, three. Yeah. I mean, NAIA. You got guys from different countries. I mean, 
just the talent in the game of golf is great. The direction of the game is going – it's in great hands. I mean, we're going in a great direction. Uh, I mean, the, the game is giving opportunities to young guys and allowing them to, to thrive. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting guys – you know, great. you said a great example. Harry Higgs, I mean, he's a guy who I didn't know much about, but two, three weeks ago – he was all over because he made a great video on Twitter about, you know, dancing with cranberry juice on the back of a golf cart, you know. And that, that's the kind of stuff we need in the game of golf, you know. We need guys like Harry Higgs who are going to, you know, relish that opportunity. And, you know, now you see a great influx of the game, Xander Shoffley, JT, uh, Bryson. You know, you see guys like that. And then you got, you know, the young, young guys. You got Wesley Bryan. You got the young guns, young guns out there. I mean – there's a lot of talent out there now. Shout out, shout out to Wesley and Tsunami Bar Sports. So I mean, it's it's a tough it's a tough game to make it in right now, and you know, it's not just one of those things. You know, you just got to qualify for the U.S. Open like you could in 1975. You know, you're not just gonna walk up to the tee and be like, "I'm gonna shoot 71 today and I'm gonna make it." No, you got to go out there and throw down a number. I mean, you got to throw down 62. I mean, to get down there, and I mean, mm-hmm. if anybody you know knows what it takes to shoot 62, let me know because I would love to know. I mean. To shoot 10 under par would be great. I mean, that's, that's incredible golf. I mean, there's not much better golf in the world. What do you, what do you think my guy's wearing? Did they, did they release any of that with Tiger? No, yeah, I don't know what Tiger's wearing. but I feel like, I feel like the, the mock neck has just become kind of a, his Augusta thing. Yeah, he'll probably rock the mock. I mean, Sunday, you know, we know what colors it is. We know what color it is. I mean, that's all that matters. I mean, on, you know what, what one outfit you know what you're getting. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that if he rocks the mock neck, there's probably not a guy on Sunday that we're gonna watch more. So I saw on Golf Channel they're talking about the last uh, a Masters for the director, and that really kind of kind of shows me how significant this Masters is for a lot of reasons. For you know, not just only. Uh, like just for TV purposes, but for the players' purpose, but for even the producers of this, this is the first time that Augusta National has been empty. And we have, they're talking about better camera angles and better this, you know. And I, I think this year the Masters is, we're in for a great treat. I mean, I think the hype around the Masters right now is fantastic. The game of golf is buzzing. I mean, news is flying everywhere. I mean, outlets are putting out great content. I mean, you know, we're in a great spot in the game to ha- host this major championship this week. I know the weather might not be as great, but, I mean, it's going to be a great weekend of major championship golf. I mean, either way we do it. And, I mean, whether you're, whether you're a football fan or not this weekend, at least it gives you something new to watch, you know, on Saturdays. You know, what do you think about that? You know, I mean, this the overwhelming majority of news outlets and the great coverage we're getting from golf now. You know, I mean, it's great. I think the game is growing tremendously, and I think we're in for a treat in the next five to ten years of what golf's going to give us. I mean, we're going to see a lot of new things. We're going to see new talent. We're going to see new courses come to fruition. I mean, yeah, I was I was looking for the what if they had posted what he might be wearing. They said they've already seen him wearing the mock necks this week. Yeah, I saw him yesterday wearing teal. I saw him. Well, I saw Brooks like, release. I don't, I don't know that you can like really go. It's it feels kind of weird to go back and forth on that, on something like that. If you were wearing it, not wearing it, 
I mean, it's only it only matters from Thursday to Sunday, but yeah, I mean, there's just there's really just it's Tiger Woods, and that's I have one word, I mean, two words, you know, his first and last name, I mean, Tiger. Did you see the story about you know the head covers? You you know we we shared that to yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean. Talk about a guy who just throws him to his mom. <laughs> I mean, the greatest golfer well, she, of I all mean, time. She, she makes them. She, well, she stitches I love you mom in them and tie. So she doesn't make them. The company who makes them, the lady who owns the company, I'm so sorry I don't know her name. But she has a box in the corner of her office that is just Tiger Woods head covers because if her factory burns down, they lose all the Tiger covers. But she keeps them just in case. Yeah. And I mean. That's sick. Shows you how the magnitude of the kind of guy he is. But two, the fact that he could sell these for millions of dollars. Anybody would take a Tiger yeah. cover he, that was in changed, his bag. Change, he changes them out every year and gives them, gives them back to his mom. It's, it, you know, he said, stitched, I love you in the back of it. And gives them and to then, the dogs. And she throws it to the dogs. Or, or keeps them. Whatever. Yeah, it's, keeps some of them. Incredible. Them I'm, them. Sure he, I'm sure she kept a couple of them. You know, 97, 2005, yeah. you know. The, the, the green jacket years and the Grand Slam years. And, you know, 2019, you know, probably was a good year to keep. Um, you, you think he lets Charlie have one? I mean, Charlie probably has his own. I mean, that kid's a stud. I remember he, I mean, would, he, won't, he won't let Charlie touch the putter. He won't? <laughs> that, was, that was a couple of years ago. He... Um, where he's got all of his putters, he's got his backup and and all that, and uh, he told Charlie, he's like, you're not that that putter specifically, you're like you're not allowed. To touch. Oh, his 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 eye too. The one I mean, he, he was he was also like a much younger kid at the time too. I'll tell you one thing though, you want to talk about uh, what foreplay did. So foreplay got that story from Joe Lacava or however that they would just had they he just left his old putter in the hotel room. When he was switching putters, mm-hmm. you know, that week he switched putters. And, I mean, Riggs was like, you know, shout out to Riggs. He said, he was like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no way in hell I'd leave that putter there. I, mean, I wouldn't either. I mean, that putter is worth millions. No, I mean, they got, lock- they got lockers wherever they're playing. I mean, yeah, I mean, that putter is worth millions. I think if, I mean, you're, if you've – there's all kinds of, like, rules about if you've got clubs in your locker and something breaks or something happens that you can go and get it and – and use it during the during the round or or whatever. But like, yeah, I can't imagine leave. I I won't even leave my my golf. I got my golf club stolen like six years ago. Somebody broke into the back of my car, shattered the glass, took my bag, brand new everything. It's like five thousand dollars worth of shit. And now my golf clubs do not. I I sleep with them within twenty feet of where I am. Like at all times. Oh yeah, I sleep. My my clubs are in my house all the time, no doubt. We're not one of those guys. Um, too much too much invested in those. And yeah. Too important in my life. Uh, well, shout out to you know C Bake. Wish we could have got him on the show today. Um, he's out, he's out there grinding. Yeah, I mean he's on the course. You know, here at the Wood Creek Club, he's grinding away. Um, looking for him to get a big breakout season next year. Um, but yeah, that was our. Our first podcast wrapped up in a nutshell. Um, Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Looking forward to a great week at Augusta National. Um, Looking forward to next week. Should be a podcast coming out this week, maybe at the end. Uh, You know, Sunday Sunday for the the reveal. Um, Maybe after. We can look. We can all join the excitement together to see on Sunday afternoon who is going to be wearing the green jacket. Yep. Uh, Check us out on Instagram. Follow Parts Golf Co. 
um, we'll be coming out with some equipment, apparel, all kinds of stuff pretty soon. Um, fitness videos on how to help your golf game. Pretty much anything surrounding golf. That's what we that's what we cover. So we're excited to have you guys on board with Pards, and uh, you know, hit it straight. Have a good one. Have a great day.